1,000 sketches in 1,000 days. Day 331. Sketch 495. A great undertaking. Hello, folks. Hello, Simon. <laughs> How are you all? Oh. We're all right. Good. Can't believe you're happy after today. what you did. <laughs> well, you know, this crazy world that we're living in now, you just have to accept what happens to you, Rich. <laughs> you know? It's not what happens, it's what you did. Thought. You loved it. Admit it. <laughs> that vendetta can wait for another podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's not me going to answer to, it's my seven burly uncles. <laughs> Anyway, what are the brides you've got? Rotund, no, not rotund. Tough. Imagine <laughs> Phil Mitchell had just ate another Phil Mitchell, but it was full Brad of Mitchell. speed and like. He'd be just kind of quite rotund if he if Phil Mitchell no, ate just the Mitchell, he'd be quite rotund. Infused all his testosterone. I don't know. Stop me talking. You talk now. Okay, <laughs> this is a sketch. There's are two characters. So I think one character has to be kind of the. Um, more bossly one and the other one has to be <laughs> bossly. The... bossly that is an bossly. adjective boss. for the ages bossly <laughs> bossly to be boss ish boss like i love it so alistair do you want to be mr topley i'll be topley bossly tom bosley <laughs> <laughs> i'll be bruce why not why what not? sort of adjective are you gonna embody <laughs> Servilely. employee employee <laughs> <laughs> okay very nice now, Bruce, I appreciate your recent efforts to shake up the department a bit, but we really have been receiving a rather large number of complaints. Oh, now, Mr. Topley, I know that it'll be a culture shock to begin with, but we're pushing the boundaries, breaking new ground. We'll be known as pioneers in the field of embalming before long. You see if we don't. Your confidence is gratifying, Bruce. But listen to this letter. Dear Sir... Thank you for the consideration and help you provided us at the time of the death of our dear father. We were, however, deeply disappointed by the manner in which his body was prepared for the funeral. The large sunflower painted across his face was particularly inappropriate. Unseasonable, overly jolly and bordering on a sick joke for a man who suffered terribly from chronic hay fever. Rest assured that if our father dies again... We will not be using your funeral parlour. A sunflower, Bruce? Ah, that'll be Vincent. He loves his sunflowers. Vince can't get enough of them. Says they brighten up his day. That's as maybe. But in my experience, a funeral cannot be brightened simply by daubing flowers on the deceased. I'll talk to Mr T. But Vincent has... Pretty strong design visions concerning sunflowers, and I don't like to interfere with the creative artist's design visions, so... I don't really care, Bruce. He is not to paint flowers on the faces of any more dead bodies. Is that clear? Yes, Mr Topley. And the problem goes well beyond Vincent and his sunflowers, doesn't it, Bruce? I have here a letter that accuses your artists of, amongst other things... Cutting off the nose of the deceased and sticking it to the side of the head. That'll be Pablo. Covering the deceased's body in tiny dots. George, 
covering the body of the deceased in a tapestry depicting in great detail but with limited figurative skill the events of the day of his death the women of Bayou and stripping the skin from the skull of the deceased and covering it in thousands of flawless diamonds Damien for the love of God Bruce the fact that you know which of your staff members have done these horrendous things is not a comfort to me nor is their conduct in the workplace there's graffiti on the urinals, a lobster stapled to the telephone, and Lord alone knows who's been going around melting all the clocks. Well, I admit, sometimes we might have gone a bit far, Mr Topley, but you must remember most of them haven't worked in this field before. They're not quite sure of the boundaries. That doesn't mean they should be pushing them, Bruce. No, it's no good. They're all going to have to go. But who's going to do all the funerally work now, Mr Topley? You could get some people from that new recruitment agency that's opened on the high street. Necrocannibal or Files. That's the one. They specialise in funerary business. And catering for some reason. Outtakes. Necrocannibal pedophiles. (laughs) Necrocannibal. I love the way you just saw the word pedo. (laughs) There's a lot of letters here. Admittedly a hard word to read. It's about 20 letters long. <laughs> the idea of like, it's probably got pedo in it. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> it's got all files, uh, obviously. You know. And it's a comedy sketch. Nothing funny than pedophilia. Uh, Georges Sura, uh, I should think, having oh, thought sure. about it. Oh, uh, okay. He was a dotty one, wasn't he? Yes. He was one of the... Well, he was an impressionist. <laughs> and wasn't one of the truly dotty ones. Was it Jackson Pollock did dotty ones? No. Well, he did drippy ones. Spotty so ones. Can, yeah, spotty, spotty ones. not dotty. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not an art person, so, you know, not for me. But, um, yeah, there you go. That was called Funeral Art, dear listeners. It's a pity that he's not here. I remember Dan being a big fan of this one. In fact, I think that B is his draft. I vaguely recall it being his second go at yeah, it, yes. I remember he was quite a fan of it. It's probably something that would work probably a bit funnier in a TV sense, because actually showing the bodies... Um, do you think that do you see I don't think that I I don't think that it's one of that weird paradox of some comedy where you have to do tell don't show so that people can imagine the horrific nature of it if you actually showed a dead body with a sunflower drawn on it it wouldn't be as horrible as you imagine it is Laura looks confused or livid I'm not sure which it's (laughs) neither I'm looking at artificial plants on the internet right and they're making you Angry or confused? I've just got a very angry resting face. <laughs> well, stop resting and put some effort in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I agree with you, though, that, yes, it's funnier to tell rather than show in this circumstance. Yeah. So that's almost like a little uh, comedy writing tip there, that show don't tell doesn't <laughs> always work. Yeah. Not every time. So listener, you can do comedy this good as well if you just, if you just <laughs> listen to this podcast. Really listen to all a, our tips. Really doesn't take a lot of effort. No. <laughs> <laughs> the statement is you probably can do comedy this good. You, you could have just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> have to go to another clause. One thousand sketches in one thousand days was written by the Albion Basement. It was performed by Alistair Turvitt and Simon Tui. It was produced by Alistair Turvitt. The music is by The Evenings. See you tomorrow.